0: Welcome, everybody, to the Fast Movers uh, Dynasty podcast for the Winners at War Dynasty League. I'm your host, Jin, along with Lance. What What's up, up, Lance? What's up, man? Um, How's it going? Darryl... Yeah, good, good. Um, pretty mellow Wednesday. Uh, Daryl flaked out on us because, uh, you know, his boys, Demont and James Robinson, oh. couldn't handle Ken Walker's jockstrap combined. <laughs> Even though, you know, he thought they both would beat him up one on one, but he they couldn't even match up with them, you know. So he he bowed out. He's like, Oh, I can't handle yeah, this this week.
1: Just the OG's just yep. so it's just, me, it's and just
0: me and Lance. Yep, just the two of us. Um, so just you know, not too much news and notes actually from this past few days. Uh, so we're just gonna go straight into just a little mini recap. Um on last week on the battlegrounds, uh the undercard. We got you know, Russ beating Gino. And then the aforementioned Ken Walker, not just beating D, D- Mont, David Montgomery, and James Robinson one-on-one, but he outscored both of them combined, which was like a nice um, stamp of approval. We we both liked Ken Walker last weekend. Yep. It was pretty nice to see. He looked pretty good. I'm happy. And, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then um, the tight end battle, Kittle uh, outlasted Njoku, uh, Hollywood, um so ran circles around mike williams even though hollywood didn't do that well either um and the right. record the record is lance you're four and three i'm five and two so i'm pretty successful here unlike my actual team and then we got Darrow at one and four uh what, what do you think about the undercard last week
1: well it let me let me ask is this like the overall record or is this this week
0: Oh, that's overall record.
1: Ooh, okay. I I think I cl- I'm climbing back because I think last week I was like what one in three. Yeah, I've yeah, yeah. You, no,
0: you was. I think you're. Yeah, you definitely had a good week this week.
1: Right. Um, well, I mean, it's it's always nice when you beat Daryl. You know, Ken Walker versus his right? other two running backs. But I mean, yeah, it was a pretty fun week. A lot of disappointments, you know, like Gino and Mike Williams and some people, but. Yeah, it's
0: not bad i mean russ was also a disappointment but he just did just enough yeah. to uh, do better than gino that um that revenge battle was uh pretty lacking there
1: dude that game was did you watch that game or anything oh my of God. that cuz yeah. kyler murray too in that game was i don't know man
0: bro I, they they were saying there's some stats about he has like the worst or second worst point total for a quarterback Rushing for over hundred yards 100 in like yards, the last right. twenty years or something. Like, yeah, oh like God.
1: it's crazy. Cardinals, they just
0: can't punch it in the end zone. It's like so hard for them. Well, to score. I was.
1: I, yeah, I heard a stat that like from compared to last year, there's like a hundred less touchdowns scored this year. Mm, yes, it, it just seems like. And then um, I read that you know, um, Tom Brady's having an off year. You know, Aaron Rodgers is having an off year. That's a lot of touchdowns. You know, so um, Herbert's having a kind of down year. Yep. Russ is having a down year. So overall, like these QBs are throwing for less touchdowns. So we're not seeing like too many high scoring weeks. Um, but I think I think they'll turn it around. Those are elite QBs. So
0: I think so too. I mean, that's what makes like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts. I don't know part of the elite. Um yep. fantasy wise at least, um, that makes them like extra important this year. Cause the yep. other quarterbacks, they're not even close.
1: Right. And you know, at the when our when we had a startup draft, like I considered, you know, Allen, Mahomes, Burrow as you know, that group, Kyler, as like the top mm-hmm. QBs, but I think Hertz belongs in that group. Like he's yep. killing it this year.
0: Yeah, Hertz definitely. Um I'm always, but for him, I was always just kind of afraid that if he doesn't like do really well, then they're the gonna Eagles replace could him. Just, yes, yeah, that exactly. was that was the fear.
1: Yeah, like but season to nope. season,
0: he's pretty elite.
1: But yep, yep, it's like could he, could he, uh, put together the running and the throwing. You know, mm-hmm. and we, I mean, he got A.J. Brown. So, dude, they're yeah. rocking it. They're dude, they're killing it in Philadelphia right now.
0: Yeah, they have a very, yeah, their team is very balanced. And there's tons of weapons at every yep. position. So, um, he's definitely, I think he's, I think he probably should leapfrog right now Kyler. and
1: I think so too, right? For, or for
0: sure, Kyler. Um,
1: yep. Bur- I would rather have Hurts over Burrow too.
0: I think so too. Like mm-hmm. for, uh, for this season especially, yeah definitely yep. and then the main event um just recapping we talked about it uh in detail a little bit on monday uh, night but mina squeaked out the victory over josen so lance you got the victory on that one Darrow and i took the l so for the main event you're three and one on the season i'm two and two and Darrow is oh and two he's you know he came <laughs> in a little bit later
1: hey Daryl, you got to make some better picks bro
0: i know I mean, he just went straight Joe's in, which is fine. It's good. I I, I flip flop, but um, he 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 was sure of it, and uh, blame it on Jeff Wilson. So that's a double <laughs> whammy for Daryl. back that was back.
1: a close one. Um, for those who did not listen to the par rankings, Mina scored one hundred and thirty three point eight points versus uh Joe's one hundred and thirty three point four points. Ooh. So it's a point, you know difference and jeff wilson had a terrible game yeah so it came down to the wire but you know my boy mina squeaking one squeaking one out
0: yeah raise a glass again for for mina mina i'm sorry i doubted you i should have just stuck with you the whole time bro
1: number one power one
0: number one yep and then moving on so we're gonna now hit up week seven battlegrounds um so we got we got we got four positional matchups, and then the matchup of the week, um, just like we do every week. Uh, we got the quarterback battle. It's gonna be Mike's team versus David's team. So that's Team M Malachi eight hundred eight versus Dawson Blocks. We got Justin Herbert versus Seattle going up against Lamar Jackson versus Cleveland, both on the road. Uh, Lance, I'm gonna hand it over to you. So what you what you thinking?
1: Ooh, Lamar versus Herbert. Um honestly Lamar Jackson's been my boy, but I think Herbert has a bounce back a week this week for Seattle. You know, that Swiss cheese defense that I mean honestly was played pretty good last week, but they're giving up what like thirty plus points plus mm-hmm. a game. So I think Herbert um, especially if Keenan Allen comes back. Like if he gets full healthy and he has all his weapons, I'll I'll take Herbert right now. Cause I'm that I mean the Ravens been kinda down. Um, you know, the offense has been kinda I think they're missing Bateman a lot. You know, they're missing um their deep threat. So I'll take Herbert.
0: Yeah, I mean, just to piggyback on what you said, like if, if you have Keenan Allen coming back, that I think that's gonna cure a lot of the offensive woes for the Chargers. And Seattle, that defense, you know, other than Detroit, they're pretty, they're pretty bad. So it's gonna be, it could be a shootout over there. And <clears throat> and Herbert got, you know, all his complement of weapons for the most part. If Keenan comes back, uh, Lamar, like you said, missing, uh, bait, Bateman, and Cleveland. You know, Cleveland's not the worst defense in the world. And you know, rivalry game, divisional game. So it could be slow. Uh, Cleveland knows how to chew clock. So I'm going with you, man. I'm going to go Herbert. Let's go. And then Daryl, um, he chimed in f- via text message. He's going Lamar. Lamar. So he's on his own. He's Let me on just an see island. what,
1: honestly, Jin, let's just see what Daryl picked. Because I'm going to just go opposite.
0: Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fade Daryl mentality.
1: <laughs> just fade him.
0: Fade him. Fade every pick. And we might I'm go 4-0 and, and he might go 0-4. Who knows? <laughs> So moving on to the running back battle. This is your boys, your guys lance against Jose's, um Nick Chubb. So we got you get the you get the choice this time. So you get to choose between your your stud um, coming back from injury Jonathan Taylor or the rookie up and coming rookie Kenneth Walker going up against Nick Chubb. Um, so if we're looking at the matchups here, uh, before I hand it over to you, we got Kenneth Walker would be going up against the Chargers as we mentioned earlier. Uh, J T is at Tennessee, um, and Nick Chubb again against the Baltimore Ravens. Well, it looks like the uh, Ravens, char- Ravens Chargers; those two games are going to be uh, pretty popular on these picks. So, who you got?
1: Ooh, so my my boy, boy, my boy is coming back, right? Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Ooh, I don't know. Like looking at these. I mean, I'm obviously not gonna pick Nick Chubb. It's just determines mm. like which one of my boys am I picking, you know? Yeah. Um, ooh, Jonathan Taylor coming out coming back from injury, is he gonna have like his full workload? Because if he is, then I'm this is an easy pick for me and Jonathan Taylor. Um, but are they gonna kind of ease him back in? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. That is the that is a- the risk and and I mean, he's practicing, so he should be good to go. But if he has a, a last-second scratch, just like last week, then you just got a zero. So that's another part of the risk of picking JT this week.
1: Right. Um, I'm going to go with my boy Kenneth Walker um, versus the Chargers. I think they're letting up the most rushing yards, I guess. I don't know, this season. All I know is that they don't stop the run. So I'm going to go with Ken Walker again, second re- week in a row.
0: Ooh, right in, right in the hot hand. I mean, got
1: I mean, he's looking good. I, I mean, he's my rookie, so yeah. um, I tuned into the game and he's looking not bad. So, hope hope this can uh this can keep going.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to. You know, I we're agreeing a lot today, but I'm going with Ken Walker over Nick Chubb as well. Um, Oof, I just like
1: it's the Faye Daryl train.
0: It is. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe it is gonna be that way this whole week. But Ken Walker, he looks explosive um Seattle you know like we he they're gonna be either in a shootout and Ken Walker can catch the ball um he's right. explosive I'm... in space they're gonna create opportunities for him to be in space and all that so yeah I mean um uh, Nick Chubb it's gonna be a grind out game yeah but Nick I, Chubb I has I those like, games right? you know
1: you know like I feel like uh Browns and Ravens games are always like Freaking six nine or some shit like that, you know. Where I think this Chargers and uh, Seattle game is going to be pretty high scoring, so I'm banking on Walker scoring a touchdown or two. So that was my thought process.
0: Perfect. And um, again, Kareem Hunt didn't do anything last week, and maybe they'll, you know, try to get him get him going <clears throat> as well. So that's another right? part that could eat into Nick Chubb's workload. So now we're moving on to uh, my. Tight end battle with me against Daryl. Uh, Daryl, you're not here. So we're just going to put up... Daryl picked against his own guy. So we got... Um, oh, he's bailing? He's bailing on his guy. So our matchup for the tight ends is going to be Kyle Pitts against TJ Hawkinson. So Kyle Pitts, we got him going up against Cincinnati in Cincy. And then we have um, D, uh, TJ Hawkinson, who's uh, going up against... Dallas, Dallas in Dallas, um. Uh, so he went Hawk. I mean, no, actually, no. Sorry, he went Pitts. I, I, I automatically oh, thought he would go Hawks, but he he went Pitts. Yeah. So, mm. um, what, what what's your thoughts? I'll swing it over to you.
1: Can this be a? Can this be a like choice pick too? Because he's technically not playing Hawkinson right now. Yeah, he's I just noticed Ertz, that. And I will take Ertz over Pitts for sure.
0: Let's do it. So yeah, you can. You go Ertz. So Ertz, yeah, I forgot. I I just noticed that he actually is not even starting Hawkinson. So, yeah, we're going to do a quick pivot. And we got Zach Ertz playing tomorrow night or tonight, if you're listening or when you listen to it Thursday, against the New Orleans Saints. So you're going to go Ertz.
1: I mean, this is coming from a person that owns Kyle Pitts in some other leagues. So, um, I mean, if, if we couldn't switch, I would pick Hawkinson anyways because, I mean, Pitts has been terrible this year. You know, mm-hmm. like he caught a touchdown last week, but um, I don't know, man. They're just not throwing the ball, you know, too often. So, um, I would take Hawkinson even if I couldn't switch to Pitts. But, I mean, it, it's been painful for him this year.
0: Yes, it has. It has. Um, on my end, I'm gonna. This is gonna be our first disagreement. I'm gonna go with my boy. Gotta gotta ride my guy. Kyle gotta Pitts. ride your
1: boy. And you gotta feel at, confidence in your players. I
0: have to, man. He has to start showing up. He was my. He was my golden pick. So, right. I mean, Thursday, uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, seven a.m. against Cincinnati. I'm expecting Cincinnati to get out to an early lead. Um and from then on Atlanta will have to throw the ball, I hope. You know, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to try to get Pitts going. And I'm hoping for this this is his um signature game of the year up until this point. So I'm gonna go Kyle Pitts. Not not confident about it, but I gotta <laughs> go with my I gotta go with my guy. Yep. And then moving on to the wide receiver battle. So we got Micah versus Mina. <clears throat> And we got Micah, pour one out for my homies. Um, their representative is going to be wide receiver T Higgins uh, versus Atlanta. Uh, going up against Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Bucks at Carolina. Uh, so who you got in this Ooh. matchup?
1: Um, Well, I'm going to just go with my instinct on this one. And once I saw that Daryl took Mike Evans, I'm going to go with T Higgins. Because it, you know, that's just confirmation. You know, like I, at first I was T Higgins versus um Atlanta. I think they're gonna just score a lot of points mm-hmm. on Atlanta, you know. And then when I saw Daryl pick Mike Evans, I was like, just just confirmed. So yep, sign me up for T Higgins.
0: Yep. Um, on my end, I'm gonna go with T Higgins as well. Uh, like I said earlier, in the uh, when we we're talking about Kyle Pitts. I think Cincinnati going to score a lot of points and it's really a toss up on who, who gets the touchdown between T Higgins and Jamar chase in my opinion. Um, So if Ch- if Higgins is the one that gets the two touchdown game, then we'll be in the clear and Mike Evans against Carolina, <laughs> Carolina has a pretty, you know, decent secondary from what I recall. And, right. Um, and Brady's been, you know, kind of, kind of lacking. So I don't know if they're going to, uh, Hound the rock, Godwin's been more active as well, so
1: yep, he's getting a bunch of targets.
0: Yep, and then my boy Kate uh, Auten, tight end rookie, he's been getting some looks. <laughs> yep, deep cut right there, deep oh, cut. Deep. So, <laughs> so uh, you know what I mean. So, uh, Tampa Bay, um, I'm gonna go with go with Cincinnati. They're rolling a little bit more, so I'm gonna go T Higgins as well.
1: And then Dude, either yeah, either I'm going four and or Daryl's going four and oh this week. So
0: <laughs> yep, yep, Let's go. And, the, and the only difference I got is I picked pits over Earth. So that I mean. You
1: gotta you gotta you gotta back your boy.
0: Yep. So oh. I might go three and in one or one and three. And you know,
1: Jen, I love that boy shout out, you know. That... Yeah,
0: I know. you <laughs> all out love Kyle sometimes. I mean, come on. ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, now to the main event. We got Ryan Cobra Kai versus Andy, the hills have eyes. Ooh. So looking at their matchup. so look, um, just want to call out we got Justin Jefferson and Dallas Goddard on bye. um so most likely, I mean he could slide in. he'll probably just slide in um DeAndre Swift back to Ooh. his rB Flex role or uh which would be more than enough, and at mm-hmm. tight end, he'll probably put in. Hunter Henry, most likely. So he'll have his uh, roster fully equipped. Um, There's no, on Ryan's side, there's nobody on by except for Devin Singletary. But there are some question marks with injuries. Uh, Saquon had a shoulder thing going. We don't know if Bateman's going to play. Garrett Everett is uh, questionable at the moment. And Mostert's also questionable at the moment um but Ooh. nobody's out for sure except for Hollywood. Um so going I'm going to hand it over to you uh looking at both both these rosters this matchup um who you favoring?
1: Ooh, let me see. Um dude, there's a lot going on right now on in this matchup. <laughs> let me see. So I don't know. I think I like um so this is a battle between um Andy's team, which is five and one, and Ryan's team that is four and two. So these teams are very good. Yes. Um hmm. Jefferson on by, Goddard on by, but I'm assuming um, that Andy's gonna slide Tannehill
0: yep, um, yep. in
1: that super flex spot um, versus Carr. Ooh, this is a this is a tough one, Jen. You know, Bateman might be questionable too. Um, yeah, is, yeah. is Damian Harris coming back? You know, cause if not, then Stevenson on Ryan's team has a super juicy matchup versus, uh, the bears.
0: Yeah. The only, ju- and the junk thing is they play Monday night. So we're, we're not going to know this uh, until like when it's too late for most, most teams, if, um, Damian's going to play or not. But let me ask you this. What, uh, do you think Ramondre has done enough to just, secure that lead belt lead role even if Damian harris comes back
1: um honestly i'm a little biased because i have stevenson in a different league but i think i think you know um i think he's earned it i mean honestly like he's when he's the bell cow he just plays or he puts up numbers you know but i don't know if that's the style that uh the Patriots want to play because they're different, you know, mm-hmm. Damian Harris versus Stevenson. So I think they like that one-two punch. So um even though I'd like to see him be like a full on Bell Cow, I don't think he will be um barring a major injury, you know, to Damian Harris. So um I think I'm gonna go with um I think I'm gonna go with Andy on this one. Um just based on he has so much depth. Um, at Mm -hmm. his on his team, you know, I kind of like his skilled players a lot more than um Ryan's skilled players. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh Andy on this one,
0: yeah. That's I mean, that's gonna always anytime we highlight Andy's team in a matchup, it's always gonna be can his quarterbacks keep up with the other quarterbacks because his Mm -hmm. skill players will run circles around most team skill players even with the buys and everything, because he's so deep and he has like Justin Jefferson. I'm um, not this week, but usually he has JJ and Tyreek Hill. Um, his running backs are solid. So in my opinion, I mean, if Kyler, it all depends really on. That's what I was. Kyler Murray.
1: Yeah, honestly, that's what I was looking at that QB on battle up top with Geno Smith versus Kyler Murray. Cause mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's playing the, the saints you know, and they've been not looking too good. I mean, Hopkins is coming back yep. from suspension, um, but the Saints always have a good defense. And Geno Smith uh, playing the Chargers, I think, uh, like I said, I think that's going to be a high scoring game. So I think Geno can keep up with Kyler. And um, having said that, I think um, the differences are just going to be in the skill positions, mm. um, you know, for Andy. So that's where I went. <laughs>
0: One key thing to point out is that Marcus Lattimore is out for Thursday. I don't know if mm. that that Maybe. makes things a little bit different. But, I mean, New Orleans is still a tough defense regardless. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, man, this is another close one. But looking at Andy's skill players, it's, it's so hard to pick against him just because, yeah. like, he's – his skill players just pop off the page you know yeah i
1: mean he has he has like choices like my team don't got choices (laughs) you know what i mean like at wide receiver he's like okay i have deontay johnson on the bench you know and like some other players like dj moore and you know um i mean he has options you know he has he he has swift coming back so Uh, I like the flexibility and his skill players. Like, I think, I don't know if he'll play Cooper or not, but I mean, Elliot versus Detroit sounds like a juicy matchup or, you know, Swift is coming back. So I think, Mm -hmm. I think that's where like the strength of his team lies, obviously in the skill players. So um, if Gino can keep up with Kyler, I think, I think he has advantage um, in in that department, you know,
0: for sure. For sure. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my boy Ryan on this one. Even though my my brain is telling me go Andy, um, my eyes are telling me go Andy. And my heart <laughs> my heart is telling me go Ryan. So I I'm mean, gonna go Ryan's,
1: Ryan. Ryan's top four is stacked too. Assuming Stevenson doesn't uh or Damian Harris is out and Stevenson is the guy in um New England. Like Kyler, Barkley, Stevenson and Devontae Adams, like those are some studs. So I don't yep, blame you. Yep. yep.
0: <laughs> and you know I'm hoping for maybe Brandon IU can have another one of those those big games. I mean games. it's gonna be a, it could be a shootout in KC or against KC. So um yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Ryan and just just go. Hope for uh, the best for Kyler Murray, because like, like you were saying, you have pits all over the place. I have Kyler everywhere, my, Do you? my league. So, <laughs> so this is like my yeah, my heart is rooting for Ryan and Kyler at the same time. So let's go, Ryan. That's you know you gotta sometimes you gotta just go with with uh, your heart sometimes, <laughs> <laughs>
1: right?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean. Yeah, it's 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 a good matchup. I mean, usually we pick, you know, we try to pick the best-looking matchup of the week, and, and this was it's,
1: it. It's tough, you know, with these good teams because, um, I mean, Superflex, we're scoring so much points, you know, mm-hmm. in a half PPR, and everyone has, like, good players minus, like, maybe me and you or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like I was going to say,
0: speak for yourself. We're talking <laughs> about high scoring. I don't think you know I'm scoring I mean? very uh, much. Yeah,
1: but... <laughs> I mean, I like this matchup. Um, the other matchups this week are kind of eh. So,
0: yeah. Um, we'll, yeah. We'll
1: see. You know, there's a lot of buys this week.
0: There um, are. So, it's yep. a big so I think, week for I think buys.
1: The, I think the teams with uh, some shallow depth are going to be like, who the hell am I starting this week?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so rough that right now, Lance, you're, you're favored in projections against Grozen, yep. So, that's that's rough for a lot of teams that have you know those really potent stacks that are on by like josen's missing josh allen with Diggs, he's missing aj brown that's,
1: like naturally it's
0: a it's a naturally, big leap.
1: i would love to ha- like face uh the team that has josh allen and Diggs on a buy because then i'm like okay like i have a good chance of winning but in this case i really kind of don't want to win so yeah. i'm kind of like in a in, in between right now
0: <laughs> right yeah I know what you're I saying don't, I don't
1: know this feeling you know like normally in a redraft league I would see Allen and Diggs on a buy. I'm like hell yeah yep, I'm, like, yep, I'm yep. so lucky <laughs> but I know for real I'm not like, in damn, dynasty I'm like damn man I'm, I'm at the one pick right now in the bottom of the league but if I win I mean I think you're gonna be the one so I'm like what do I do
0: <laughs> yup yup and you know, like we we're not we don't condone, you know, we don't we don't get to bench all your studs and all of that like you were we were saying before. So you just mm-hmm. gotta hope. I mean, hope against some of your guys, I guess, or just hope that uh uh Nick Chubb oh no, we picked against Nick Chubb in Battleground, so we can't even hope that maybe Garrett Wilson can, you know, put up <sighs> a put up a, a throwback to his week two dominant game, but Zach Wilson would have to actually be accurate for that to happen.
1: Or or Tyson man. Hill could have one of those four touchdown
0: games. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. Is this,
1: is this week the week again?
0: <laughs> Maybe it's an every other week thing, you know? Like, it could be. It could be <laughs> we'll on Thursday. They
1: play on Thursday.
0: Yep, Tyson Hill, man. that He's the yeah. ultimate uh fa- wild card in fantasy football. What are you going to get? It's like roulette
1: didn't um wasn't um hill on the waivers at some point this year
0: oh yeah like sure. i think
1: i was looking at him and thinking like do i pick him up but then when i clicked on him i was like dude this dude's like 32 or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 33 like do i want him on my team but honestly in in like a dynasty team where you know i ppr my my um my tight end puts up like what three points a week
0: Four yep, points a week, yep.
1: like why shouldn't I start this guy who has upside to score me 20 points a week sometimes? You know, where in a slot I'm getting nothing, anyways, so might as well play him.
0: Yep, I mean, that's why you got to play those freak athlete tight ends, hope that right. they can, you know, actually produce. Uh, like I keep going back to my boy Kyle Pitts, I mean, it's gonna always come up because that guy, ah. Uh,
1: man. It's a travesty, man. A travesty. Like how they're not using him.
0: I mean, he's 22 years old, six, six, 246 pounds and runs like a four sub four, four as I a mean, tight end. This guy's geez. really a receiver.
1: <laughs> this guy's really a receiver, but I think he was like one of a few tight ends to put up like a thousand yards receiving in his first year or something like that.
0: Yeah. That's like, Oh, that's,
1: I mean, this is like unicorn territory, right? Like you mm-hmm. got like a one of one, but they're not using them and they're hardly throwing the ball. So I don't know about this year, man.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I don't need them this year. So yeah, you kind of like stay exactly healthy, like
1: my feelings, like dude, Jonathan Taylor, like just take a couple weeks off, bro. Like get healthy, man. I don't need you this year. I need you like next year, dog. So just rest, bro. Just come back when you're ready.
0: Exactly. Exactly. We're me and you are going for that number one pick because there's some there's some guys potentially at and, the top of the draft.
1: And you know, Jin, we I, I've been talking to you a little bit about college and stuff. I think we should have like a college special, or like when we're coming up to draft day, we'll have like a mock draft or something. Oh like yeah,
0: that. For, yeah sure, we'll have, for sure. Yeah, we'll have
1: some viewers on, like you know, or like whoever wants to come on, like in mock draft with us, um, for our rookie draft because. Um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be super fun, super fun. So I think we should have an uh, episode closer to um, draft season. Oh, but yes, but Guaranteed, honestly, that dude, sounds it's awesome. week, yeah, it's week seven already it's um, flying by, man. It's almost half the season left almost because we start playoffs in week 15. So we've almost made it to the halfway mark. So I, um, I, what do you think? Like, do you think some teams gotta, gotta evaluate right now? Right. Like, are they a contender or a pretender? Because we're getting almost to the halfway point. And um, I don't know. How do you evaluate your team, you know, at this point? I think like, my team's not contending this year. You know, your team's not contending. No. But the teams that are like two and four or three and three, and they're looking at their team kind of in the middle, like what, what do you think they, sh- they should do?
0: I mean, it's so jumbled up right now. Like we were saying before, like Ryan's team is the top of his team is just as strong as any other top team except maybe Mina's skill players. Um, at, at least if you're going, if you're taking out the depth and just looking at the, the top of the top, uh, we mm. got Mike's team who's like, I mean, when we look at his starting lineup, we just like amazed at how nice it looks. Yet he's still two and four, so he has a long way to go. Um, Daryl, if if Jamar Chase, he has no choice. He has to go. He he doesn't have a first and second round pick anymore. So he he has to try (laughs) to try to get get up the get up the standings already. He's he's gone all in. So he um it'll be tough for him to pivot now. Um, I mean his
1: team looks good though. It does. Should go all in.
0: It does. Uh, Micah's team. He has. I mean Pat Mahomes, CMC. Um, we'll see. We'll see where it, it goes for for his team and like Dawson blocks. Um, but like you like you're saying, yeah, there's gonna come a point when these teams are gonna have to decide. Okay, it's not my year. Um, let's see what I can get for these aging stars. Um, see what these playoff teams are willing to give me. Um, uh, for um, uh, for example, let's just say Micah does uh falter a little bit for. Like a Josh Jacobs. He's gonna be good this year, but we don't know what his outlook is going forward. Um, but a contending team could use an RB RB two. Um yeah. and the contending team is gonna have to be willing to give up their their some future draft capital. It's just yeah. the name of the game. I mean
1: Well, let me ask you this question, Jin, because like we said, anything can happen in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So what if you're one of these teams that you know, is buying, you know, from these sellers and you, you know, like you buy like Josh Jacobs and your team looks strong. And another contender is looking at you, your team is like, do I have to buy more, um, you know, in order to compete with these teams, but knowing that anything can happen in the playoffs, you know, you can have the most stacked team, but all of your guys just flop in week 15 or 16 and it's over and you just sold all your draft picks, sold all your young players. And now you're sitting here, you know, hoping that you'd win and you're just with nothing now, like the same team next year, mm-hmm. you know, like it, ooh, I don't know. Like, what it's do tough. you do?
0: <laughs> it's tough. I mean, it's easy. You know, cause even so...
1: if you sell everything and buy everything, it's not even guaranteed for you to win. Yeah, You know, so I don't know, man, it's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, the in dynasty leagues, I think what happens um, naturally are the the top 3 or 4 teams usually would probably, you know, um, stock up with as much top-end talent as possible um, because it is going to be a battle. Um, I mean, luckily, I mean, Mina drafted the one and dones to to win it this year and just, you know, be be the the champ out the gate. But there are teams that kind of try to be more balanced. Like if you look at Josen's team, um, he has the the man Josh Allen. Um, but his skill players other than Diggs, mm-hmm. uh, he has a lot of rookies. Uh, he has a lot of young guys that that probably won't be major factors this year. So he's kind of try to blend the the future and, and now, which is mm-hmm. which can be dangerous because you might never right. be quite good enough to win it all like and, if- and if your young guys don't pa- or if the if the timeline doesn't sync up well then your studs have passed their prime when the young guys are ready so it's, it's, it's a difficult um thing to, to navigate. I mean just like the real just like in real sports right? You have mm-hmm. rebuilding teams that stock up on rookies and then you have contenders who like the Rams who are just like I don't need this draft pick because I'm going to get like actual players that are going to help me win the Super Bowl and and they won in last year so
1: right i don't know um, it is it is tough right and honestly i think i think um one of the cool things about dynasty is we can trade picks right i think right now people are cautious about trading picks unless you're Daryl because it's like the possibility of what you can get in the first round it's a first round pick but if like you're slated to be you know the champ, or you know top three, then that pick is gonna be like you know eight, nine, or ten, mm-hmm. and it. I mean, what kind of talent is gonna be there? Who knows? You know, like
0: exactly. I, do you
1: think the closer we get to um, come trade deadline, um, or the playoffs, then do you think these contending teams would be m- like more easily swayed off, or like easier to let go of their picks? to buy someone so they don't have to give someone in return or do you think it's going to be like the opposite or what do you think?
0: I think when it gets closer to the trade deadline, um, what is our trade deadline? Is it week 14?
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think the playoffs start week 15. So right at week 14.
0: So, I mean, by then you'll know pretty much what seed you're going to be in. Right? right. And, and you'll know um, all the injuries will most likely have happened. Um, and you'll know what your roster is going to look like going into the playoffs. So I can see a, you know, just like in any league, the trade deadline when it gets closer, that's when all, like majority of the deals happen. Yeah, I can see it exactly happening like that, happening like that, where all the major, major, um, top tier teams are gonna try to load up on their weaknesses just so that they don't have any holes. Um, the main thing, you know, for the dynasty league. It's it's hard to you can't pick up you're not gonna pick up a waiver wire uh champion that's gonna help you nope. get to the, the promised land nope. in
1: like Amon like Ross, St. Brown, last exactly year. none you're of not those guys do exist that in a dynasty, nope.
0: So you gotta use your future picks and your capital that you have now, your young guys that you're not gonna play to try to get that difference maker now to kind of Get rid of all the potential variables to lose, right? So, uh, for example, let's just, you know, Mina goes, he's going to go 12-2, and two, let's say. He runs the table, but if he has like a a hole at wide receiver two or, or the flex, let's say Michael Thomas just, you know, doesn't come back to be strong or if he has an unforeseen injury or whatnot and he needs to stock up on a wide, uh, just to shore up his wide receiver core. I mean, wh- why not give up some like a first round pick with which if he wins it all, it's like you said, it's the 10th pick of the first round. It's it's not you might you could get a stud, but it's it's all random, too. So it's really could,
1: random. Yep, there's going to be busts. They're going to be studs. Exactly. Like nobody knows. Right.
0: So getting that chip, getting the mo- getting as much talent as you can to get that championship. The championship is going to be something you'll have forever. Uh, you can have the what ifs of oh man this 10th pick of the first round could be something in a few years but i mean mina's looking to win it now so why not use why not use some of the bottom feeding teams as your as your minor league team you know call them up call them up when when you need them
1: or or what about this Jin? like what about like we get to week 14 and let's say you're one of those teams that squeaks into the playoffs right mm-hmm. you're like the 5th or 6th seed would they be interested in selling their draft picks because maybe like now they have a chance to win you know maybe they're one or yeah, two pieces yeah. away like i think they'd be willing to deal more picks or you know younger players for proven vets um in that situation as well so um i think yeah i think right now people are um kind of feeling out the league you know how the teams are doing um it's pretty close right now but um closer we get to the trade deadline and i think we'll see a more um contenders versus pretenders as you know maybe in three or four weeks um so we'll see where the the league gets headed um is headed in a few weeks
0: yeah definitely um and just to piggyback on what you're saying about the the sixth seed or the bottom bottom seeds of the playoffs imagine if you're um you know fighting for that sixth seed in that last week of the season and you you know you're like tied or your matchup your week 14 matchup will if you win it you'll get into the playoffs like once you get into the playoffs anything I, is possible I so. yeah
1: what are you doing Jin? i'm and if I'm in that situation I'm buying.
0: Yeah, I would be yeah. buying as well. Like, if, it's...
1: especially if like I never had any injuries or like you know my my team's like full health, and I'm like maybe a wide receiver or like let's say even a quarterback away, you know to even like just having a chance to win, I'm I'm doing it.
0: Yep, yeah, always. I mean, you always gotta. That's the whole reason why we play fantasy football is to win.
1: Not, and not to... every season is guaranteed. You exactly. Know? Like exactly, your stud can get hurt. Like next, going into next season, like you think you have a plan, and then something happens, you know. And then Aaron
0: Rodgers retires. Somebody you know, like retires, Something crazy right? happens.
1: Like your stud this year. Oh, they go draft another stud, and now your stud isn't a stud. You mm-hmm. know, like a lot of things can happen. So I think, like, if you're in a position to win, I would, I would personally go for the win.
0: Yeah, you always you gotta go for the win, I mean, right? It's 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 unfortunate that. Our teams got off to the, such a rocky start with injuries and and all of that, like, right?
1: But we're man. playing a different game though, which is yeah. equally is kind of interesting. It is, interesting. you know, because I'm I'm not gonna win this year, you know. I'll, you're not gonna win this year. Like we're mm-hmm. in the same group, but we're still playing the same game, and it's it's kind of a weird feeling because it's like. I'm excited to what I'm building for the next year and the year after that. Yeah. Even though I'm not competing this year, I'm thinking, how can I compete next year? Right. And who can I, who can I sell my, um, like my assets to so I can have extra draft capital next year, you know, or something like that.
0: Yep, exactly. And that's what, it's About that's what dynasty, uh, fantasy football is really all about. It's yeah. about that balance of some teams are going to go all in, some teams are going to rebuild, and you just, I mean, I guess you could be a middle tier team, but you know, you look at the NBA, nobody wants to be that middle tier play in team. You got you want to mm-hmm. either tank or be one of those top teams. So,
1: yeah, I'm so glad that's... we made this dynasty league. <laughs> oh,
0: for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's it awesome. just
1: adds a different type of. football feel you know and as a football fan like like watch like being interested in college games now is like I find myself on Saturdays looking at like the top five picks in next year's draft to see how Mm. they did you know I'm looking at like damn that guy's a beast in college he reminds me of Alvin Kamara
0: like Mm. what if I
1: can get the next Alvin Kamara like that's sick you know i drafted exactly, that dude. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah it is. It's, it's, it's super it's fun. exciting yep it's super fun
0: and and to piggyback on that it's i'm so glad that we made this league and i'm so glad that we we started this podcast because it's it's a lot of fun to talk right to talk shop and and go over these these battlegrounds is fun like you root for these guys like that you have no business really rooting for but you we root for them because right? we have them in our picks and <laughs> And we have bragging rights over each other, and it's like we get to en- try to entertain our league and just talk stories. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Well, with that, with that, Lance, do you have any closing comments?
1: Um, let us know how you like this new format. You know, I, I mean, Jin, I, I enjoy splitting up the power rankings and this episode. You know, so um, I think we should continue to do that. Um, hopefully next week we can get our guests back. I don't know mm-hmm. somebody. Um. But you know, I always enjoy talking football with you, man. So, heck yeah,
0: man! This is, it's uh, it's always fun. It's always a good time. With that, this concludes episode seven of the Fast Movers Dynasty Podcast Battle Week Seven Battlegrounds Edition. Um, so Lance, I'll see you next week. Um yep, we'll, I'll see you next we'll, week, man. Same time, same place uh, yep. for the for the pints and Punts and in the TR uh, right, power please. rankings.
1: Yep. See you, man.
0: Have a good week. Shoot.
1: Let me let me ask you this, because we've been doing this for what, like seven weeks now. And every time we start, like I, I get kind of like nervous or whatever, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit, like I, I'm on I'm going to be on a freaking podcast. But then, right? as I, you know, as we go on and we start to like talk, it just flows better, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. I, it's you get those little like pre it's like. Butterflies, like right before, (laughs) right before a big game or something. Um, Yeah, we
1: would love to have you know other people on, man. So hit us up if you want to come talk story with us. You know, super, um, super chill. So
0: it is super chill, and we have a we you know we we do we do got we got a good outline to kind of just kind of talking points and whatnot. But yeah, it's super laid back, super chill. We'd love to have different opinions, um, going forward. And like we mentioned before, we do want to have those one-on-one uh, team analysis slash interviews of the managers. I would love to, you know, kind of talk to each of you guys and see what your fantasy football journey, even see what you're doing in, in real life. Like, how's your career? I mean, we all went to pharmacy school together. So right. we, we all we all have that bond. So we could see, could do like an interview series where I where I sit down, we can talk about how you're doing, talk about your team, talk about whatever you guys want. So... So, right that's it kind of con- you know, it kind
1: of connects us right as you know friends and stuff it's pretty cool
0: yeah definitely definitely get to you know talk to people that we, you know we probably lost a little in touch with in the last 5 years or so so it's it's great to to have a league like this and it's dynasty is is every day every week so yep. even in the off season there's going to be there's going to be communication so
1: yep and shout awesome. out to my shout out to my class league members cuz honestly we've been keeping this league going for like over 10 years now and it's know, been competitive crazy. like every year and it's like I just look forward to football every year cuz of this like fantasy football man so shout out to you guys
0: <laughs> yep shout out to all to your class, to my class, to all the, oh Mike, the lone, um, yep, Lone Ranger from his from his class. So shout out to all you guys. Uh,